Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt. With me today, I got Doug. Hey. I got Paolo. What's up? And I got Edward. Hey, I'm last today. How's it going? Hey, yeah, mixing it up. Oh, we never, so, ever, ever do it the same way twice, I feel like. Ooh. Nope. But um, Does that mean two things? Well, it takes two things to make a thing go right. <laughs> oh, I did hear it takes two to make it out oh, of sight. God, <laughs> right? Why? <laughs> why? Because the 90s, and I'm pretty sure that was a song from the, the early 90s. I'm pretty sure it was too, but even if it is not, today we're talking about the 90s. Because you know what, guys? It's in. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I'm 12 with you, with you saying that they're in. In what? Like in a jar? Is it in like a, like a Tupperware container? Can I get it at a Home Depot? Like where is it in? No, no. I mean, it's it's hip. Like, you know, if we're reading a Disney magazine back in like 1996, it would totally Ooh. be in the hot category, the <sighs> 90s. I'll put it like this. The existential crisis of our generation has found its way into nostalgia and that's the only way that's, that makes us feel safe so all of a sudden now we're really really back into the things that made us feel safe well Ooh. oh yeah we're totally regressing you know well we like could, in the literal sense we're, we're becoming children again well, and it's amazing well we could talk about you know philosophical things like that or we can use this as an opportunity to highlight <laughs> the fact that you know we're starting to see uh, more comic book stuff cashing on the 90s nostalgia like we saw in captain marvel you mean pouches? and the fact <laughs> yes that too <laughs> and, and the fact that they're you know basically uh selling us uh the 90s in streaming form with uh disney plus coming out the other week oh, they really are though yeah they are trying to pump the nostalgia right into our veins like yeah. rnib i mean yeah, there's so many uh shows that kind of uh you know we now have uh legal avenues to uh watch them again like um you know the fantastic four the iron man show oh, I don't think silver could... surfer the silver surfer i totally yeah. forgot about the that hulk one. uh 90s dad bod uh spider-man um <laughs> i called him a thick boy spider-man but 90s dad bod spider-man works good to... I, I like that the show took place in the 90s but he still they still gave peter parker like a 70s haircut he looks like Eric from that 70s show. He does. It really does, <laughs> Which is funny because Eric from that yeah. 70s show eventually played Venom. That's and, true. And as I said in our Spider-Man episode, should have played Spider-Man. Yeah, that's fair. I could see it. But yeah, though. Yeah, 90s. I mean, I can only hope from here we start getting electronics with uh, clear plastic shells again. I oh, mean, Jesus. that's what, that's what like, most uh, of our iPhone cases are, just clear plastic shells to protect our fragile thousand dollar super computers that we carry around in our fucking pockets (laughs) yeah man (laughs) literally have a portable like library of alexandria and people don't give a fuck dude in like 1998 i was rocking a 75 megahertz pentium one that we upgraded to 64 megabytes of ram i mean guys think about that wasn't a smartphone that'd be we're getting dumber (laughs) is in fact what's happening but Oh, well, you know, that's neither here nor there. I feel like that's something uh, that we that, that yeah. Why, why remember facts when exactly? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, man. I don't. I don't remember a single person's phone number. I don't know, man. The '90s were pretty dumb, though. If like having lived through it with nostalgia goggles on, it seems awesome. But 
Man. Yeah, and that, that was going to be a thing. Like, that's kind of what I was going to get at is that, like, like nostalgia, 90s nostalgia is at a fever pitch, I think, at the moment, especially with the the Netflix Nickelodeon deal, the, uh, the Disney Plus. Um, DCU's got some of the deal DC cartoons. Actually, I think it's got all the DC cartoons. Yes. Um, but it, it, it's one of those things as, like, I, I the only thing I think that, I don't want to say that holds up, but, like, as a kid, I loved Batman the Animated Series, um, you know, the Spider-Man cartoon, the X-Men cartoon. But in prep for this, I've been watching compilations of the X-Men cartoon. I don't know if it's as good as Kid Me remembers. It couldn't possibly be as good as Kid You remembers it because I know how Kid Me remembers it. And adult me has never seen that show. That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, Kid Me was like, oh, the, 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 the action figures are based off this cartoon. Give me everything. Give me one of everything. By the way, we mentioned this once before when we talked about toys, but ultimate scam in the 90s for uh, superhero action figures is every year the next line would be like a half inch taller than the old ones. Either that or they would have a couple more points of articulation, I feel like. Yeah, and, but, then, and then Power Rangers blew everyone out of the water oh, by introducing man. us all to nine-inch figures right out the fucking gates. Got him. I, I just then, remember for like they... two years, I had a Phoenix or a Jean Grey figure that was like almost two full inches taller than my Cyclops. <laughs> Wasn't she always taller than Cyclops? <laughs> not in the cartoon. Okay. Well, thank you for remembering that because I did not. Oh, I like I said, I was watching a bunch of compilations in, in prep for this. Man, mean, I, I, I cannot wait to dive into X-Men the Animated Series today. I was, about, I was about to say, you mean to tell me there was animation errors in X-Men the Animated Series? <laughs> to hell, I say. <laughs> I do not believe you. Next you're going to tell me is that Street Fighter the Animated Series has no <laughs> animation errors. Wait, are you talking about the, t- the USA one or are we talking about the, the animated you, yeah, one? Oh, yeah, yeah. U- USA yeah. one. Okay, good. You know, the, 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 the one where, you know, Guile like runs from one end of the room to the other and he shrinks like 12 feet. <laughs> to like the point where he's like an inch tall. It's, it's, the, it's one where, the one where Balrog is typing with his boxing gloves. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Before we keep going, we should probably set a baseline. I I think for for what the fuck. Each God of damn us, it, Ed! I was taking. What drink. the fuck each of us thinks, or at least with our nostalgia goggles on, what is considered. Oh, good for well, each the, of the, us. The, yeah. the, the, the height of 90s nostalgia. For each of us. Let's for go. each of us. <laughs> oh, man. Because, I mean, all of us are relatively close to the same age. I think maybe there's about right. maybe a six or seven year difference between, I think, the oldest to the youngest of us. Um, yeah, I mean, so, we all relatively grew up with the same cartoons, watched the same stuff. At six years... It's kind of a difference, kind of not. I, I, I don't know, but all right. So, especially with people like us who watch cartoons after other people our age have stopped watching cartoons, so we still saw all the same shit. Yeah, that's one hundred percent accurate. If I, if I'm being honest, there. Uh, yeah. So all right, we shouldn't front. We're we all should, both all right, So oh, what yes. order do we want to go? Do we go for youngest to oldest? Do we want to go from oldest to youngest? <laughs> what do we want to do? I mean, I can just go. All it's right, fine. All right, give us your. I mean, if I gotta, so if I gotta pick, so are we doing just nineties nineties cartoons here? Or are we doing nineties uh, like cartoons here? Let's do ninety. Let's do nineties comics and cartoons. Okay. Because if I'm gonna go comics, um, I am super nostalgic for the. Uh, Chris Claremont and uh, the Chris Claremont written, Jim Lee drawn X Men comics, of like the the Spider Man comics of the early to mid nineties. That uh, uh, Todd McFarlane goodness, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. But like, I'm super nostalgic for the Batman animated series, and it's still really good. Yeah, that's the thing is is that show completely holds up. Yeah. Like that show's super good. Little kid me fucking loves the X Men. Like, holy shit. Like I, I'm there's part of me now that's just gonna go throw on the uh, the, the X Men theme, gonna play it for myself for the rest of this episode. Like it's it's real good. Yeah, it's gonna be his personal soundtrack. <laughs> to my <laughs> life. <laughs> okay. And then who's next? So if we're going age order, I guess I would be next. Are you next? Paula, what are you? Eighty three? Eighty three, yes. Okay, I'm eighty six. Okay, so yeah, it would be you then. Yes. Uh, man. Well, I mean, hands down, Batman. I mean, just every one of the Batman series was really damn good. Um, personally, for me, I uh, have to edge out Batman Beyond, maybe. Because um, that show is way better than it ever should have been. Um, yeah, that's that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a completely yeah, fair that statement. That is a really like, fair statement. I remember back in the day, like, oh, a Batman, 100 years in the future? That sounds stupid. And I watched, I was like, oh, yeah. God, this is good. Yeah. Um, Make him a teenager with high-tech suit in the future, and he's got an attitude. Yeah. And, and that's what it is, but it's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the whole Like, it definitely... Oh, God. No, yeah, like, like the whole Tude thing was, like, such a big thing in the 90s, but, like, you know, that show was, like, 98, so I felt like everyone was starting to get sick of it by then. No, like that. That, like you said, that show has no right to be as good as it was, and it took a little bit to get its footing. But man, and like end of season one and two, that show is solid. Yeah. Oh man, what else do we got then? Nineties uh, cartoon. Uh, trying to, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. You know, as cool as the Men in Black one was, that show that was, show was fun. so was that the good. 90s? That was the nineties too. Yeah, it, yeah. it was fun. It was very. Fun. Yeah, it came out like. I think I remember it coming out in February, but I think it was like February after the summer the movie had come out, so that would place it in '98, I think. Um, that was a really good show. Um, it got a little dry at parts, but just just for how absurd it can be at times, it was a lot of fun. Um, but the other show that I was really into was uh, was definitely the Spider Man. Um, the um, the, the one I were joking around before, where Peter Parker's drawn like he's somebody's thirty. Like he's thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he starts in high school, and then they're like, "We should probably move him to college because he looks like an adult." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it was cool too because I remember them playing um, like all the specials, like the um, like the episode where he uh, encounters the symbiote for the first time. I think that one. Got oh played. yeah, yeah. That was like a special. I think they played it at like four o'clock. You know, like like they played it. They gave it like you know a pr- as prime time of a slot as you can give a cartoon for the time. Especially a cartoon for like twelve year olds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do remember them playing like because like let's say that was like a three part. I remember them playing like all three parts. Yeah. It, it was it was really well done, and not to mention like the the CGI looks like absolute trash today, but it was pretty awesome back in the day. Yeah, it was neat. It, speaking of CG and cartoons, uh, the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest did it kind of neat. You know, me and the wife still talk about. Also, that show. the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest had one of the best openings ever. It did. It really did. It, oh, dude, that opening theme. That was opening awesome. theme still fucking smashes. It holds yeah. up. Also, oh, I, God, I no. will forever love anything Johnny Quest related just because it inspired the Venture Brothers, which is like one of the greatest shows ever made. Yeah, honestly, it, it, like speaking of nostalgia, <laughs> 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 like people love Star Wars. Venture Brothers is probably my Star Wars. Like nice. that show is show's so, so good. good. 
<laughs> it's it, so good. It speaks to us all on a very deep that level. That show is all so right. stupid way good. You should just stop what you're doing and we'll watch it. All seven seasons all right. do it. <laughs> all right. But but uh, I'm only thinking about this now because we're talking about the 90s nostalgia trips and uh, shows we watched growing up. I can think of my most, probably my most 90s memory ever. Um, when I got home from school, they played a block of Power Rangers. I think it was on Fox at the time from about 3.30 to 4 p.m. Oh, that sounds about right. Friday. That sounds about right, yeah. I missed out on a week of Power Rangers reruns. <sighs> Wait, an entire week? Yeah. How did you How did you ever catch up on the plot? Be- how did you live? Because the O.J. Simpson trial... Um, it got so much media attention. They had all the breaking news and I turn on and watch Power Rangers. It's like, oh yeah, OJ Simpson, you know, they think he murdered his wife. You know, we're going to sit the camera outside of the courthouse for three fucking hours, you know, and, and, and wait to catch him. I'm just sitting there like, who the fuck is OJ Simpson? (laughs) <laughs> I, I knew him as the guy from Naked Gun yeah that's, that's what I think most of us knew him as I, I, was, I was like 6 or 7 at the time so I hadn't seen Naked Gun yet but yeah but that's that that's that's what I got so who would be next I think Paul is up next then Doug you are 80 I'm one day older that than you that is right Holy you're a day shit. older than I am okay so for me, a lot of it goes to the Disney stuff. Um, I was a big fan of Gargoyles and Darkwing Duck. I am oh, afraid to get dangerous, bro. Yeah, I mean, when there's trouble, you call me. Um, and, and, the, <laughs> and the only reason I don't say Batman is because Matt already said Batman, because otherwise it would. So did that. And and we would all say. We'd Batman. all say yeah. We'd all say Batman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can we just use that as a blanket statement that, like, yeah, Batman was the best cartoon of the night. Uh, it really was, though. It really was, um, but yeah. like at least in terms of that, I, a close second for me was was those Disney cartoons of the time. They were fucking fantastic. Like Darkwing Duck. Oh, like you mean like Goof Troop? Oh, and Goof all Troop those? was great like, too. I'm sorry, like all of those are fantastic yeah. too. Uh, I'll even throw in some Adventures of the Gummy Bears too. Like why not? I'll say I, that, but I was not big on Quack Pack though. I'll no, no, I didn't. I have no idea what these things are. <laughs> I remember, I remember Gummy Bears. I actually have one of the dolls, and I actually found it in a memory box not so long uh, ago. Tailspin. I think I have Gummy Bears in like the kitchen. Oh my god, the fucking uh, theme song has been stuck in my head like for the last like twenty five years. Yeah, Oeo Tailspin, Oeo Tailspin, Tailspin, something, something thick and thin, another Tailspin. I don't know what the fuck it goes. Uh, I mean, speaking of awesome '90s cartoons, uh, theme songs, Ducktales. Uh, ooh, you know, uh, one of the top three of all time. Easy. <laughs> like that just goes without you know, saying. You know what's crazy? My my kids tend to not be big fans of like any cartoon that's not currently on Nickelodeon. But out of curiosity, you know, me and my wife were flipping through the shows Doug. on Disney Plus. We put that on, and um, Rugrats. Now my kids can't stop watching. Um, now my kids won't stop watching DuckTales. Because DuckTales is there's fantastic. Worse. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, there, there, there's definitely worse things to have your kids into. I'm just saying it's held up. That's how good that show was. Is it make any good? DuckTales? Yeah, I think so. Is, I, I haven't heard it. it's great. I haven't seen it, but... What's his name? David I, I, plays, I have friends uh, in their 40s David watching plays, the show. Uh, yeah, Scrooge McDuck. Duck and a new one. Oh, yeah, their voice cast is like all-star. Yeah. Yeah, no, and they redid that. They they did that. They did the song, and the song is still the same song. Like they did not, they did not change the song. It fucking better yeah, be. It's the same fucking song. I think they introduced a new character, but oh, Paul, I got one for you. Rescue Rangers. Oh, 
Uh, probably uh, that that and Thundercats was the the why a lot of our generation are probably furries. <laughs> okay, that hurts me because I'm not a furry, but also Chitara and Gadget were my first two crushes. So Thundercats and Rescue Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm not helping my case at all. <laughs> we find the defendant guilty. <laughs> Listen, if the shoe fits, I mean, I'm not going to deny the fact Chitara was pretty hot back in the day. If the glove fits, you must acquit. <laughs> if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. Get it Whatever, right. man, Chewbacca defends this. <laughs> all right, all right. Get, getting back on, on target. So, Doug, what are... Well, so I have... So I said the Disney shows, the... That, that block of Disney shows that was Darkwing Duck, um, DuckTales, Gargoyles. Uh, I might also even go as far as to say Reboot was one of those shows. Uh, you know, I almost just mentioned them when talking about CG. That show, man, that's one of those things. I want to go back and like rewatch that. There's part of me that wants to try to watch Beast Wars again. Oh my god, Beast Wars! But like that that '90s CG jank, I don't I don't know if I could stomach it. I love the '90s CG jank of like um, of reboot because it knew it was going to look like jank. So like for me, it's yeah, nostalgic, right. Beast Wars- especially because especially because they use so much like '90s computer. Yeah, Beast Wars is 1996. Oh, Duh. and uh, by the way, Ed, I just want to thank you for ganking the last series that I could think of that <laughs> one of you hadn't already mentioned. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> No, no, no! It's totally awesome, though. I'll, I'll just, uh, you know, sit here in awkward silence trying to think of something. That's Jeff being the oldest. Doug. <laughs> no, but actually, the thing is, is that actually being the oldest is that my first thoughts that weren't any of the things you mentioned were all cartoons that are technically late '80s. Things like the Ghostbusters, which was like my shit before the Ninja Turtles came out. Wait, the Hanna Barbera Ghostbusters or the real, the real Ghostbusters? No, don't the even real ask. The other ones don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, that was my jam. Like, the order of cartoons was too young to remember what cartoons were. Then He-Man, then Thundercats, then uh, Ghostbusters. And I stuck with Ghostbusters for a long time because I loved the movie, too. And then Ninja Turtles. And then Ninja Turtles basically held up until Power Rangers. Doug, man, your age is showing. Yeah. You mean yours? (laughs) <laughs> no, man, you're older than I am, so you're practically an old man oh, now. Man. Ninja yeah, Turtles okay. was the most blatant attempt at selling toys. By 24 I think hours. Well, ever yeah, existed. The cartoon, sure, but uh, again, it's funny time that in. It was a dark, gritty 80s comic book. Yeah. Yeah, which I gotta I mean, read. I mean, I feel like I, 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 I want to say yes and no, but yeah, no, totally read it. Cause, um, but isn't it supposed to be a parody of Daredevil? Uh, it, it is. Um. It's supposed to be a parody of Daredevil, sort of, uh, but to the point where they've actually like retconned it so that the accident that caused Daredevil is the accident that built the mutagen that created the Ninja Turtles. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but I, yeah. I uh, love the parallel, like stick and yeah. splinter, the hand and the foot. Like. Exactly. Yeah. And so it was totally meant to be an homage like to Daredevil. I mean, Ninja Turtles in the, in the live action movie is why I loved it whenever I got that when I was a kid. Oh, dude! Yo, those the, the live action uh, turtles movies being great. Yeah, especially the first one. The first one had like surprising depth for a kids' movie based off of that. And I'm cartoon. sorry, Super Shredder yeah. was a badass. Yeah, it was Kevin Nash. Let's get it right. Let's just agree to not talk about the third movie. 
What, what third yeah, movie are talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one where they travel back in time to feudal Japan. God damn it. Oh, no, that was <laughs> Turtles in Time. That wasn't a movie. It was a great game, though. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. <laughs> what were you expecting? The Addams Family? <laughs> Those movies were good, too. <laughs> oh, here we go. 90s cartoons. Now I can start naming some of the ones that I was big on that. Uh, just just I name them go. down the list. All right. Animaniacs, Freakazoid. Oh, the, the old WB. Yo, how did we not? Picky yeah, in the why brain. Was that, why was that not? How did I forget? How did I forget Freakazoid? Yeah, Freakazoid is the most underrated of all of those WB shows. Freakazoid is so friggin' good. That show's hilarious. Which one, Freakazoid? I own a bootleg DVD of the of every episode because there are no legit DVDs of every episode. <laughs> of yeah. Freakazoid? As far as I know, Freakazoid was weird because they only played so many episodes on Channel 11, and the only way to watch the remaining episodes is when they re-aired them on Cartoon Network, I recall. Really? Yeah, there, I swear, there's a bunch. I remember watching every episode of it because I loved it so much when I was a kid, and then like they they took it off the lineup. And then like years later, I, when I got Cartoon Network, because uh, it came to my area so late, um, there was like, an entire season's worth of content that I had never seen before. Huh. And I was religious about watching it. And I th- don't think they aired all of it uh, originally on, on um, I almost said channel 11 on um, what was it back then? WB. WB yeah. 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 You know, I had borrowed a, uh, uh, I borrowed seasons one of the, uh, the DVDs from a mutual friend of ours um, and just had them for years. Cause it was one of those like, yeah, like, like he was like giving back to me when you're done. And like, I had never finished them. <laughs> so they're just <laughs> in the house forever. Um, but I would be super interested to see if there was like any episodes I missed or just like didn't realize that they like weren't aired on TV. Look, you know what I mean? Look for the episodes it, of Fat Man and Boy Blubber. Okay, I those can, I do if remember. I find it, I'll lend you my DVD. <laughs> um, I just oh, love oh, how oh. '90s the concept is though, where he becomes a freakazoid because while well, he's programming, and I'll add in Pearl, uh, and he gets sucked <laughs> into such the a internet. Nerd, man. yeah. That, that, that is part of a line right from the theme song. He got sucked into the internet. And he becomes <laughs> but, a freakazoid. Uh, yeah. Right. And uh, I, I bring that up just to mention we talked about DuckTales being one of the top three cartoon theme songs of all time, obviously. I'm putting Freakazoid up I'm there. I'm not too. a fan. Like, I liked Freakazoid, but I wasn't too crazy for the theme song. You're fired, Paul. So, <laughs> his, his brain was overloading. It's got a chocolate coating. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd the Barber cuts his hair, Paulo. <laughs> He drives the freakazoid villains, chimpanzee. He he drives the villains crazy because he's a super freak or something like that. Because he's a lunatic. That's Matt. it. Sorry. How dare you? I'm I can't sorry. believe yeah, you guys you remember are sorry. all of that. Like I honestly don't even remember like half of that. I can actually <laughs> sing it like forward to please, back. I'm not going don't. to. That wasn't. It would be a, it would be a waste of all of our time, the listeners and us. I'm just saying I could. Good lord. Okay. In any case, all right. So. What's the funny part about that is to bring all this kind of full circle to where we are now. uh, The vast majority of the shows we've discussed are now available to watch. And some of them are coming back. Yeah. Animaniacs is coming back. Original voice cast. Is it really? Oh, shit. I do remember that that was something. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's like coming out like next year. Really? I, I don't know the date. I don't want anyone quoting me on that, but I, I remember it coming sometime soon. It, I am quoting you on this. It's it's going it. to it's it's be weird, though, because like, um, in the 90s, they can make a lot of uh, pop culture jokes, and they can land because you know there wasn't an internet. 
people weren't out in our own little bubbles. So like, you know, I, I wonder how the humor can change in Animaniacs to keep up with it. I was That's reading, a really... in the article I was reading, they were actually talking about how they want to make sure that everything feels modern, but at the same time, still keeps all of the charm of the original. Like they don't want to just pretend that like no time has passed and make the same show. That has but to be really, really difficult. It is, but they got Steven Spielberg's funding on this, and like, like he he's one of the he's one that one of the ones that pushed for the show to be made in the first place. He is like apparently, I believe, involved in this again, not like directing episodes, but like you know financially and everything. And uh, Spielberg tends to, you know, ask for quality when he spends his money. Yeah, I mean, his his um. <sighs> All the shows that he had parts in for animation were all fantastic. You know, he he what he was a producer for Freakazoid, uh, Tiny yes. Toons, yes, Animaniacs. I can't think of any others, but th- those three alone are are legendary cartoons. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think Pinky and the Brain, but that's a spinoff of Animaniacs. Yes, so. Pinky and the Brain. I, I wasn't sure if we counted part yeah. of that. I believe it is. I remember they tried to put Elmira in the show. I do remember that that was like the last season they it was uh pinky uh elmira in the brain yeah that was bad remind me who elmira <laughs> like, was I, I, that she sounds was, awful um she, she was Tiny Tunes. elmer fudd's knees yeah. Oh, like yeah like little girl oh, elmer yeah, fudd. Yeah, yeah i couldn't stand her so much she had, she had mr skullhead dolls <sighs> yeah that was the whole point you weren't supposed to stand her yeah she she was she was doing her job as an effective heel she was getting heel here you paula yeah i do not stand elmira yeah, I couldn't stand it. I really could not. Oh, man. Oh, I'd have made All it right. a great show, though. <laughs> it <Yeah>. was. <laughs> uh, so, Doug, you got any else? Any other fond uh, 90s nostalgia uh, trips you wish to share? Uh, another one that was recently remade in a modern era, Rocco's Modern Life, was my like favorite of all the Nicktoons. Yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about the, um, you know, the, the net Nickelodeon deal a little bit because I know there's going to be more of those coming. Mm. Um, how was that movie? Um, I watched it. It was it was okay. Like I, I like I wasn't. Di- I, I don't want to say I was disappointed because it, it was it was watchable. It had some funny moments, but at the same time, I realized the reason I don't think I enjoyed it as much is even though they make those references that, that do kind of hit you in the nostalgia, they still made the new one for kids. So, you know, like nowadays, I watch things like BoJack Horseman, things that uh, like have right, a, a right, right. So it was good. I'm sure kids would love it. Oh, BoJack. I'll uh, I'll put on Rocco's uh, Modern Life movie for my kids, and I'll, I'll report back to you. Please do. But um, yeah, no, Rocco. Like, it, it, I felt like that was like Diet Ren and Stimpy, in, almost in a way, you know. Like, it, no, hundred percent. It was in, definitely in that, in that definitely in that same vein of all, like it was using a lot of gross out humor, a lot of like adult layered into these like chi- like these children gags. Yeah, like man. Like if I was to make a music reference, like um, you know, you had Warner Brothers, and you know they were like I don't know some like Paul McCartney classic rock act, and then you had Fox, right. and they were like a more edgier kind of like you know maybe like a, a Motley Crue or Guns N' Roses. Then you had like Nickelodeon, and they were like Ween back when they were like Gloosnickers days. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem thing because i think i'm the only person uh listeners included that know who ween is i don't know who the, who the hell you're talking about yeah. so let's be honest here <laughs> like, you guys are, you guys are the, reference my friend the, the, the music nerds 
I mean, okay, so saying that like Nickelodeon is the alt rock to uh, Fox's, you know, like hair metal. I don't know if that's a like a good one-on-one comparison because like we were super popular. Like, are you going to tell me that like uh, Ren and Stimpy and Rugrats weren't a big deal? Like, uh, I didn't mean Doug, Doug I, wasn't a big deal. I'm going to tell you something right now. I was probably in the minority. I hated Ren and Stimpy. I actually did too. Oh wow. Like I, I love bits of it. Like log is forever one of my favorite things. <laughs> but like a lot of times, it was just like, oh look, they're doing something really gross and like showing real close ups of disgusting looking boogers for no reason other than to be gross. And I'm like, I never found gross out humor funny. It was just yeah, as a like, kid. So oh, I do just, to this day. I like <laughs> weird, but that was weird <laughs> and gross. <laughs> that that show was just straight up weird though. I mean, like for God's sake, they got Frank Zappa to be the voice of the Pope. Wait, which show was this? I'm sorry. Running Stempy. Yeah. Huh. That was one of the last things he did before he died. Yeah, they, they I got I did him. not know that. Yeah. Like, I will say this. So I did love bits and pieces. Like, I love Powder Toast Man. Oh, I yeah. Love, that I was the, fantastic. That was the episode. Yeah. It was the Powder Toast Man episode. They yeah. got him. I love all the games from Blamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> don't whiz on the electric fence. No. Mm. None of but, it was um, good. Yeah, don't do that. No, no. So, like... If you're not a fan of gross out humor, then let, let, let me ask you: How did you feel about uh, All Real Monsters? Uh, not a big fan either. Yeah, I mean the thing is, it, it grossed me out less, I guess, because it wasn't like as visual. Because like you guys remember, like the when they would put the really detailed like still frame animations on the Ren and Stimpy episode, oh, shows on the yeah, gross. 100%. They didn't 100%. really do that with All Real Monsters, no, so I mean, it, it didn't bother me as too, much. Though. Tim Curry was the voice of uh, the teacher. Yeah, was he? Huh? That makes a lot of sense. I didn't know it because I didn't know who Tim Curry was at the time. But the right, second, right. The second you said it, I was like, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was also the voice. And um, remember, Eek the Cat. Yes, he was. Like, yeah, I think the he, three of us are the only people that remember him. He was like the voice of like every minor character in that, as well as the spinoff with the uh, dinosaurs that were hunting over those hunting humans. Huh. huh. Oh, question. Was was Courage Cowardly Dog 90s or early 2000s? I think uh, late 90s. Uh, I think it might be late yeah, 90s. Yeah, I think it might be late 90s as well. That That's another classic. I love. I mean, you could say all the cartoon cartoons were classic. Uh, Johnny Bravo, Powerpuff oh, Girls. Johnny Bravo is one of my favorites. Johnny Bravo oh, yeah. was, really uh, was Samurai Jack a late 90s thing? Or was that no, early 2000s? early 2000s. I think that debuted ah. in 2003 or 2. Hold on, checking. Don't remember. Samurai Jack. Yep, Samurai. 2001. Cowan... Son of a bitch, I was off my ear. Just beats it. No, but like, um, Cow and Chicken. Actually, Cow and Chicken's another one that, as a kid, I, I didn't like as much as a lot of the other kids did. Same with uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like, I was never a big fan of that. Yeah, she was okay. I didn't hate it or anything. I just didn't really care. Mm. But, uh, oh, I just had another show in my head and it disappeared, but. Just good times. Just good times all around. Dexter's Lab. Ooh. Ooh. Tell you what. How about we go on a break and we can see if you can uh, remember it. Be- before Jackie Chan Adventures. That oh, was a great show. That was a really good show. Another what show that was way better than you ever thought yeah. it would be. Yeah. And it had like real character development over seasons. <laughs> Jackie Chan had real character development. <laughs> well, no, actually, he's like the only. See, I hate, but... <laughs> I hate that there there is one anime that I want to talk about from the '90s, but I can't because it didn't premiere in the United States until 2001. I mean, you could just talk about it anyway. Yeah, like seriously, there, there's no one holding a gun to your Ka- head. Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> that was '98 in Japan. It was '98 in Japan, exactly. 
Mm. We didn't see it here until 2001. Oh, that show is just really that good. Is so yes, it good. is. It, it's one of All those right. classics that everybody mentions, and like eventually, you kind of get sick of hearing people mention it. But you always have to acknowledge they're right, though. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of the few animes that I would re- that I would regularly recommend to non weebs. It's one of those other animes that you would also recommend to watch the English version above the Japanese version. Yeah, it's one of yeah. the only ones. Yeah, because uh, English voice acting is terrible, and the secret is, is Japanese voice acting is terrible too, but we don't understand it, so we don't That's know. That's also true. <laughs> That's true. It's also very true. <laughs> that always drives me nuts when I'm talking to people. I'm like, man, you got the dub is terrible. The subtitles, the voice acting is so good. I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? Do you speak? No, you don't. <laughs> you know what? On that, we should go on break. Uh, no better. Uh, I got to I got to collect myself. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back. The day my sister came here to came back to New York and told me that was the day that I was just like you're officially not a New Yorker anymore. Like what right. have you, what have, what have you done? Like what is, what has become of you? What did she say? I missed that part. She said that she had mashed potato on a pizza. Ew. Okay. Okay. Exactly. That like, was it, my it's response just, yeah, too. Yeah, it's just not a good texture mix. Okay, but hold on, hold on, Doug. Okay. I went to San Diego last weekend. And yeah, it was great. And I tried this mashed potato pizza. Huh. My God, was it fantastic? You know what else made it a little bit better? What? Um, we had gotten um some Brussels sprouts. I forget what they were cooked in, but they also came with like a little um a vinaigrette. Put a little bit of vinaigrette on that pizza, and it tasted even better. It, it, see, it's not the flavors that I, I don't see like meshing. It's like the the texture. No, I, I can see that. If anything, the texture seems to make the most sense because, like Paul was saying, see, when you make a pizza, the secret to making a good pizza is that you need to put it in an oven that's hot as fuck. Right. So you put potato mashed potatoes into an oven, you're going to get like the same effect you get when like a good shepherd's pie where it gets that nice crust on the top. Exactly. Yeah. I think the texture actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, that could change things because I was just imagining like, you know, really creamy mashed potatoes. No, 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 no. no. And that's what I was, that's what I said. That's what I was just talking about. So there's other stuff on the pizza too. It's not just mashed potato. It's, it's a pizza. It's a white pie with mutts, bacon, uh, what is it? More, it's fresh mutts and parm. But it's a mm. white pie, so there's no uh, marinara. There's no uh, marinara. Exactly, that's why it works too, because tomatoes I, and mashed potatoes is a weird thing. Well, uh, it, it, it's with mashed, I guess it is, but uh, tomato sauce goes with potatoes and a lot of other things. Oh, it does, it does. I'm just saying, have you ever put marinara uh, sauce no, on yeah, mashed put, potatoes? No, you've never put, you never put anything but gravy on mashed potatoes. No, uh, that sounds terrible. Well, depending depending on which Italian recipe you're using, marinara can technically be considered a gravy. Holy That's shit. That's disgusting. I feel fucking vomitous from that. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's a technicality. You know, it's it's like the whole thing about is a fruit a vegetable or a um, fruit? Is a but fruit yeah, a vegetable or a I mean, is, is a tomato a vegetable or a fruit? Dude, uh, I'm, 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 I'm that kind of tired too, I guess. And we're back from our 90s nostalgia trip, guys. 
<laughs> I mean, are we are we really back from it? I feel like we're still living it. No, nah, man, trip trip is over. I I hate everything that has ever happened uh, from 1990 to 1999. Look, uh, look, I'm just gonna be like all the, stricken from my memory. Look, all I gotta say is, can't you guys be like that Chemical Brothers song from the Spawn movie and trip like I do? Ooh, that yep. does have Richard Patrick from Filter in it. It does. Also, uh, a random friend of his. Yeah, the uh, female voice is is, is a uh, a friend of his that she uh, a uh, voicemail. Huh, interesting. Never knew that. Yeah. Nice. My question is, like, why is the '90s always calling people, and why does one all have a chip at? <laughs> <laughs> because that was the first decade with cell phones, and uh, you know they didn't get the technology uh, just right, and you know they sent out the signal, and it you know went through a wormhole, and you know comes into modern times every now and then. Yeah, but like. Why do they want it back? And they they gave it to us, like, and I don't know. It just, I think it's have this. So here's the thing. I, I don't think I don't think it gave us anything. I think it kind of fell through that wormhole. And like, okay, what happened to that thing? I want that thing back. See, that's 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 why Backstreet's back. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have a question. Did the Mandela effect start in the nineties? Holy shit. Uh, I don't know. What was the first um, book of Berenstain Bears published? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, what, the effect or the term? Because I know when the term came about, but the effect could have been at any point. Well, <laughs> what, if the, what if the Mandela effect is just a Mandela effect that we're all having? <laughs> Thinking that the 90s <laughs> were really good? Wait a second. Yeah. The Matrix came out in 1999. It proved we're in the simulation. Holy oh shit, God. everybody. Cracking <laughs> bring in the right, universe. Right. <laughs> all right, no, 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 all right. But all, we're diving through the panels and smashing through the fourth wall. In all, in all yeah. seriousness, we're doing in all it. seriousness. Yeah, we we have covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about like some of the stuff that we we enjoyed about the '90s, and now a lot of the stuff is back. Then and we're we're getting a chance to look at it through, I, I guess, nostalgia goggles. Both nostalgia goggles and taking a look at <laughs> it as adult, adult, adult goggles. Now that we're yeah. no longer. So, so more or less, we want to spend the next uh, segment taking off the nostalgia goggles and critically looking at the 90s. Yeah, I mean, does any of this stuff actually hold up? Well, I can tell you musically, if you look at the top 10 list from the 90s, they don't. What were the musicals? Who's top on the top 10s? 10 list? Yeah. I forget. Um, Shares Do You Believe in Love was the number one hit of 1999. I end my argument there. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Not for nothing, though, man. That, that threw auto-tune in the... Uh... The mainstream it really did though yeah i mean I'm, it's, I'm not saying it's a good song i'm just saying the the legacy that it leads leaves 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 uh leaves yeah yeah, yeah no I'm, I'm trying to think i'm trying to think there was those um those musical acts in the 70s that had that stomp box where you played through the guitar that's fair doesn't really count though because if, you know it was share was the number one hit in 1999 yeah. with auto-tune so i mean yeah I mean, not for nothing. If we were looking at '90s acts, like to, to, uh, if we're looking at '90s acts and what they're doing today, Blink One Eighty Two is currently on tour, I believe. Uh, the Backstreet Boys are on a tour. They just finished up a residency in Vegas. Um, you know, big acts in the '90s. They're still doing it. Still. I know. Britney Spears has a residency in Vegas. I think, last it, I think it finished. Oh, yeah, God, she, yeah, she yeah. wasn't there very long. She was only there for a couple of months, I think. But still, she had a, a residency as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was there for like two years. Yeah, it was there for a little. She was there for a bit. Oh, maybe she was. That's a good residency. Yeah, it was like a really lucrative contract. She yeah, made a I lot mean, I have no idea. That, I, so. I, 
I've never seen her. I've never been to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, in either case. I'm so missing out. We got to ask those questions. So with Disney Plus coming coming out, uh, DC Universe giving us a lot of the uh, older you know DC shows coming back. Uh, now this new Netflix thing with Nickelodeon and being able to a chance to go back and rewatch some of these old cartoons that we've watched. Do we still feel that these shows are as good as they used to be? Um, my immediate comment to that is most of the comic book stuff, like in particular Spider-Man and X-Men, I don't think hold up as well because of 90s censors. In case in point is like, Spider-Man and the X-Men, they couldn't really throw punches in the show. Yeah, 100%. They, they were not allowed. Same thing with um, the early seasons of Batman, the animated series. They're not allowed to show like actual violence. Like Batman, characters like Wolverine or, or, or Spider-Man were not allowed to throw a punch. Or, or they were allowed to throw punches. They just weren't allowed to by being showed connecting, hitting an actual person. But looking yeah. back to like, it. They show the swing and then the guy flying away, but never the impact. Exactly. Yeah, but looking back to it, Batman did it right. Spider-Man and X-Men, eh, not so much. <laughs> well, the thing is, I feel like the people who made Batman cared. Yes. <laughs> also true. Well, I mean, the, like, the Marvel ones felt like toy toy machines. Oh, I know the creative process for the X-Men, like the, and I forget her name, but she was higher ups at Fox at the, at the time, and she she put her job on the line. Uh, to get this cartoon made because she loved the x-men so like she cared but the budget for that show was abysmal it, it was pretty much like here's uh like 50 bucks a bag of doritos and like half a chewed on uh Big and they chip. used 40 dollars of that for the opening <laughs> exactly exactly like their their budget and like the bag of doritos what was the opening yeah, because going back and looking at that, it feels that way. Like every the quality of the show was just not as good as everything else was. No, there's a, there's a voice clip of Moore from the first episode where he gets shot in the chest by a sentinel, and he yells, and they use it like every time the uh, Morph shows up. Like he's he's in pain, he uses that. Like he's sad, he's yelling. Oh, like is that, that why we used to get? <laughs> he's, the, get he's getting. That's why we got so many gene gasms. Yeah. Because they, they like they literally like I, I was saying before that like I watched the compilation of some stuff before like to prep for this episode before we were gonna record. Mm -hmm. uh, Jean has like one voice clip of or like her, her entire story. Like Matt, you're not wrong. Uh, one of the compilations I had watched was uh, Jean Grey is useless. She the was in the show. The entire compilation is her throwing up like a telekinetic barrier uh, against whatever they're fighting. Right. And then her going, oh, no, it's just there's a machine, something stopping me. It's too powerful. Just shoots her, goes through her shield, and she's done. <laughs> okay, here's... And Cyclops going, Gene. Here, like, there, there, there's one voice clip for Cyclops. Gene. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Here's my theory about uh, the X-Men cartoon and all the screamgasms they have. Because every episode has at least two minutes of a character in some sort of pain going, oh! Not exactly Pee Wee Herman, but you get it. Um, my <laughs> Except that one episode. Oh, true. No, but like animation is not cheap. Um, it, it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars per second you do. So what do animation oh, yeah. studios do? They figure out a lot of creative shortcuts. And the most notorious uh, animation shortcut I can think of is, um, for example, Sailor Moon. 
what happens in every goddamn episode of Sailor Moon? You know, they go through their shit, the bad guy appears, and then she does the transformation. The transformation sequence is like a minute long, but they play it mm-hmm. in every single episode. So they only have yeah. to animate it and color it and once. do it once, played it, and then ep- once every episode, there you go. You got one minute of a 28 minute long episode done. And yeah. if they can squeeze a second transformation in that episode, that's just less work for them. Exactly. That's my theory about X Men. Just just paint one panel of the guy screaming and just, you know, shake the pan, shake the cell a little <laughs> bit. And there you go. You eat up two minutes. There we go. Save money. This rocks. <laughs> No, but like, like we were saying before too. Um, one of the things that really gets me with the like the the nonviolent aspect of of X Men, and like I'm not trying to say because it's not like hyper violent, it's bad. It was a Saturday morning cartoon for kids. Like I ate that shit up when I was a kid. Like right. don't get me wrong. I don't think back. Here's, so here's a character. Good. Yeah, because like, but here's a character in Wolverine that's like a tiny furry death machine. Right? Mm. He's got fucking knife hands. Yeah. Uh, it, one of the it, Phoenix episodes. He literally goes from the sewer, fights his way like or he fights his way from the sewer into the mansion, and he should be killing like slews of people, like getting up that way. He throws like maybe one swinging kick, and he's just throw he's back body dropping and throwing dudes like to get back to the uh, the room that they're in. I yeah. thought you were going to tell me he was wading through the sewer, and then he cuts this piece of slice of salami. <laughs> yeah, and it was weird how he just kept awkwardly referencing his like 1996 uh, judo Olympic medal. <laughs> Wait, seriously? I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! No, but like, yeah, hip, to- hip tosses, backflips, just <laughs> like anything to avoid actual throwing a punch. impact. Yeah, yeah. No, that had a lot of that. Uh, Spider-Man was guilty of it, too. But, like, uh, the, the X-Men had a bunch of issues, too, which is, like, these weird, like, almost David Lynchian cutaways. With, like, again, I'm, I mean, we're talking about Wolverine here. He's, he's a tiny murder machine. Uh, there's an episode he gets... Um, there's an episode where they, they go into the sewers. They're, they're going after the Morlocks. I I, I think, um, like, Jean Grey gets stolen by the Morlocks, right? I mean... Uh, well, that, really at least useful. Yeah, right. Um, so a small team of X-Men end up going into the, the sewers to go after the, these Morlocks. One of them has like powers or something. I honestly forget what the guy's power set is. doesn't matter. He makes Wolverine think he's got like scorpions all over him. You would think that this tiny murder machine would be able to just like, oh, fine. I have a crazy healing factor. Scorpions aren't a problem for me. No, he's deathly afraid. <gasps> Why? Uh, scorpions. It's the worst. Wow, it, it, that scene was odd uh, in the sense that like it's it it felt so phony. Uh, the Wolverine's voice acting like it even felt like the actor was just like I, I'm not scared of this. I'm gonna have to pretend. Well, like I, I think Ed was telling me too. Like, didn't they like fuck up some things about characters? Like, uh, didn't they think Wolverine was Australian or something? Oh, that was for uh, Kitty Pride in the X Men, or no Pride of the X Men, yes. uh, yes. the very first like animated X Men oh, thing. That was terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, for some reason they decided that Wolverine would have an Australian accent in that. Mm. <laughs> God, that was bad. I don't. I'm not yeah. even familiar with that. Uh, it, it's it's really bad. It was it was one episode yeah. thing. It was yeah. like oh okay okay okay. It's actually what the arcade game is based on. Oh, I mean, one good thing right. came out of it at least you could say. Yeah, yeah. That arcade game is really good. Yes, it arcade is. Is really good. Um. But no, I, like Spider Man, does that hold up either? I don't think so. It uh, has a lot of the same I mean, problems. Didn't you do, oh no, it has all the. Isn't same the problems, running joke really. that you have uh, going on with that is that uh, 
Venom drives the truck in one of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that. You know, you've seen the scene. It, it's that like I remember. He's it. almost got this like red blue sheen on him too. Like it's it's weird, man. And there's also like some weird '90s jank CG thrown in. Like he's driving a garbage truck. Somebody is like honk the horn, and he does. Like it's it's weird, man. I, I remember the animation being very very stiff for it too. Yeah. It was not very fit at all. Like again, that's that's like why Batman the animated series stands up so well because the the character designs are very simple. So and they did that so they could better animate. Well, it's not things. just that it was simple; it's that they drew it on black freaking. Uh... No, they only did that for the first season. Is that only for the first season? Only for the first season they drew it on. Yeah, black, it, that's yeah. that. That was prohibitively expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that's like one of the weird things about animation. Apparently, it's more expensive to do a cartoon in black and white than in color. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've I learned about that when I was uh, uh, watching um, Gunbuster. The final episode of that anime is in black and white. And apparently, like that episode costs as much as the previous four episodes to make. Wow, that's a, that's another thing huh. that we had not the luxury of, but we we had to work to get our anime. We really did. Um, yeah, I mean, like we're we're in a, a world now where like you turn the tv on just about any any channel and you're getting an english dub well first off i mean like in the 90s it was so weird because we were getting a lot of shows where they would take multiple animes cut them together and then make it its own thing i don't know for what reason they did that um like a good example is robotech i was just America. about to say didn't they do it with robotech yeah robotech was uh macaros and uh i think two other shows i don't remember the other two shows but macaros is still like a thing and um yeah and it still has a fandom i remember they made a video game on it in like 2003 that was just a really good game uh, but yeah, they smash cut that together. Um, there's a couple other shows that were like that too. Um, and it was funny too, because they would also, um, like remember, um, uh, Escaflone. They actually aired like three or four episodes of that on Fox kids in the mid nineties. They did. I remember that was the really? only reason I, I even decided to get, look into that show. I never looked into it, but that's the only reason I know the name. <laughs> yeah, so like there was, um, oh god, what the hell's the name of the show? There was a show where there was uh, these five uh, dinosaur kids, and they would transform into, and they get like this metallic shell. Uh, a land before time. No, not a land before time. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Power Rangers. No, no. It's, <laughs> well, wait, bad Beetleborg. It, it it took a page from the the Super Sentai tropes, but I, 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 Power I, I, Rangers. No, I gotta look at <laughs> the name of the show. I gotta find it. I'll find it. Was it VR Troopers? No, it was, no, no, it was a cartoon. Uh, but but they aired it at at like you know like eight o'clock during weekdays, and um, that was another one of those shows where like years later, I'm like oh, it was just an anime that they probably got for dirt cheap and just put a bad dub over it and put it in America. Uh, Pizza Cats, whatever it was. Samurai called. Pizza Cats. Samurai Pizza Cats. That's it. <laughs> they never. I never saw it, but again, that's another example of a show where they they dubbed it, did a horrible job of it, but kids didn't care. Well, I mean, you can't care because we don't know what the translations were at the time. We didn't know any better. I think in the nineties, we were all at the beginning of the nineties was really our like lucrative just beginnings of being teenagers. 
Right. What I'm trying to get at is that most anime that we grew up with, quote unquote anime, it was really just, you know, some studio getting the rights for some show they didn't give a shit about in Japan anymore, putting a cheap dub over it or smashing together multiple other shows and, you know, releasing it to the public. So like um, Ghibli, uh, Studio Ghibli, uh, the Mizaki guy, um, he was notorious because uh, when Disney released the first Ghibli movie in America, they apparently like edited the shit out of it to the point where I think it was Nausicaa. I could be wrong. They apparently sent a katana to Disney says no cuts. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that might've been in the eighties. though. I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say is that you didn't get anime. That was not somewhere form chopped up to shit in the nineties. Mm. And you know, there was no, there wasn't really an internet. You could download stuff off and buying the official VHSs was like 60 bucks. And he got maybe two episodes. It was prohibitive. Yeah, it, was super expensive. Expensive. it was stupid expensive. Um, and then you could also buy pirated stuff. Like I remember, uh, the flea markets had the, you, you could buy like all the dragon ball movies, uh, you know, before they even came out officially in the States. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But those, Cassettes would disintegrate after like the second time you watched them. <laughs> it was one of those like it was like yeah, a message from Inspector Gadget. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> this message will self-destruct. Yeah, it's like you know you put the VHS cassette tape and then all of a sudden Thanos snapped his fingers. There you go. <laughs> no, but it, it's definitely one of those things that like depending on. I mean, I'm gonna say getting back on track here, but like, did a lot of these cartoons in the '90s hold up? I don't know. Like, I would argue that a lot of the cartoon cartoons did, but those are comedies. Yeah, yeah it's just the genre of cartoon, really. Like, the comedies, yeah, like you just said, really hold up. The comic book shows, Batman, Superman hold up wonderfully. The rest, not really. I mean, I still will rewatch um, ba- uh, Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond. Um, I yeah, took, I took, I, I decided when Disney plus <laughs> came out, I decided to watch, um, gargoyles? Yes, gargoyles. And that was, uh, I mean, <laughs> sobering. <laughs> I'm afraid to watch it. Cause I like that show. I, a lot I, as a kid. You know what? It, it, it's, it doesn't. All right. I'm trying to give it like a. <laughs> I, okay. The longer it takes, the more your point I, is I made. I definitely <laughs> enjoyed rewatching it for sure, but but um, it, it I can realize how stupid it also was. Like there are some really dumb parts for that show. Um, thinking back, uh, the fact that David Z- that 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 David Xanatos, uh, aka captain uh commander william Riker, uh was was not supposed like that people were like we're not supposed to believe that he's the villain at the beginning of it um no then why did they draw him like a villain like why did they know, give him like that ridiculous franks. goatee why did he look like fucking uh jonathan franks you might have thought i was a bad guy it was absolutely false totally fabricated we made it up exactly like he was supposed to for whatever reason we were supposed to believe he is not the bad guy okay yeah right yeah not i mean not for nothing he he just looked like Riker with a bigger beard and a ponytail like <laughs> not just Riker with a bigger beard and a, and a ponytail um so the ponytail must be what what made him evil because he had everything Riker had but then also the ponytail Riker didn't have a ponytail and Riker was a good guy 
Ah, ah maybe maybe that's like the alternate version of Riker where he's evil I don't know, man. instead of a goatee. That as dude's a last name was. It's like that dude's last name was Xanatos, though. How did you not know he yeah, was I know, a bad right? guy? Like, like, last name was. Like, yeah, that's my like, name wait. Means death. No big deal. Oh, by the way, <laughs> wait, 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 by wait. the way, you mean Sinestro's the bad guy too? What, <laughs> <laughs> by, Mr. Sinister? <laughs> by the way, I had to look it up. That show I was talking about before with the dinosaurs, The Adventures of T Rex. That's the name of it. I've I have no idea what you're talking that. about. Yeah, I know yeah. it was weird. Neat. Sinestro is the bad guy, really? <laughs> yeah. Who would have ever suspected with a name like Sinestro? Right? Next thing you're going to tell me is that... Um... Skeletor was a good guy. <laughs> Skeletor was right the whole time. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Hashtag Skeletor is right. I mean, I, I, I very often give myself Skeletor affirmations in the morning. <laughs> Just to get my day started. Okay. I, okay, I, now, I can forget Skeletor, but Evil Lynn gave herself that name. <laughs> yes, her name is Evil Lynn. <laughs> what about G.I. Joe? Didn't he have some pretty obvious ones? I mean, uh, what's his name? The guy with the silver face? What was his name? Destro? Cobra no, Commander? That was, yeah, oh, Destro. Destro. <laughs> That's no, it. Cobra Commander was Cobra Commander. Like, just that was also Starscream. Cobra, yeah. Cobra Commander was like the only actual cool character in G.I. Joe. <laughs> Well, I mean, besides Snake Eyes, but Snake Eyes is cool in all the most cliched ways. Nothing personal, kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for nothing. I'm not the biggest G.I. Joe fan. Like, I know that that's like blasphemy. No, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I get it. I understand why. I had a hard time following it. But um, I just love a whole show about people firing at each other, and they weren't allowed to use bullets, so they used lasers. But the lasers never hit each other either. <laughs> <laughs> They're all a bunch of stormtroopers. Nobody's hitting anything. How about when they crossed over uh, G.I. Joe a Street Fighter? Wait, what? Wait, what? Oh, you mean the um, the, the, the cartoons? The, no, the, well, I don't know if they did oh, it in no, the no, cartoons, no, but they actually, the... yeah, they reskinned all the G.I. Joe action figures and just painted the um, Street Fighter characters on them. So, oh, I do remember that. So I do remember <laughs> that, and the reason is because I own like all of them. Uh, also, the Mortal Kombat characters—they did the same thing with them. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. They did. Uh, the first line was right after the first movie, and then they were like, "Wait a minute." So it was uh, like it was Snake Eyes. Uh, did he just like become Scorpion and Sub Zero? <laughs> I think so. All right. So the Mortal Kombat movie does it hold up? I say the first uh, one. It's a fun movie, not as a good movie, as a fun movie. Mortal Cause, Kombat. Cause Anni- what, yeah, the first, the first the Mortal first Kombat one. is Annihilation a fucking classic that is an American treasure. Don't you dare <laughs> speak ill of that movie, okay? <laughs> uh, direct that towards Matt. I was defending it. <laughs> that movie is actually the reason um, director, like the, the the guy that directed that movie, uh, and how well that did is, and he got uh, to do Resident Evil. And Resident oh, Evil is a great movie guy. too. I like Resident Evil. They're pretty good for like early uh, video game movies. They're not bad. Like, I mean, Mortal Kombat Annihilation is a whole other story. Oh, oh, oh God, yeah, no, yeah, that was, oh. yeah, that, no, that was no, a garbage that was, fire. That was, we don't. I mean, believe, yeah. listen, the Mortal Kombat ended with with Shao Kahn attacking Earthrealm and them posing. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> where, that's where that Mortal Kombat and, and, ended. And killing Johnny Cage. That was the beginning. That was the beginning of, of, of annihilation. No, we don't. We don't. Oh, we don't. Oh, oh, we don't oh. acknowledge that. Johnny Cage is still alive. Oh, see, oh, for some reason, I thought that was the end. I thought he showed up and snapped Johnny Cage's neck. But you're right. You're right. Mortal Kombat Annihilation shares a spot on my DVD rack next to the room. 
Like that's how as that's how should. that's how bad good as it, it is. as it should. As it should. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but the first listen, if you don't if you do not hear the words Mortal Kombat and don't just go Mortal Kombat, you you are not a child of Yeah, exactly. You see, you don't you don't even have to do it because when he said Mortal Kombat, that is what happened in everybody's Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that song was playing in my mind. That's why that's why that's why when they again, another nostalgia moment when they released Mortal Kombat 11 and they redid a remix of that song for the trailer that trailer was fire that trailer was better than the yeah. game oh and also uh shang Tsung is like voiced and like modeled after the actual actor yeah the guy who played him in the Mortal Kombat. Is. yeah yeah that's right he was a dlc character and and when they introduced him uh it's like the mortal Kombat one of the mortal Kombat movie and also speaking of Mortal Kombat annihilation it did give us one of the best terrible lines ever Katana talking to Sintel. Mother, you're alive. Yes. Too bad. You shall die. <laughs> Good lord. If you if you added about a minute pause before you said and you shall die, you would have had it perfect. Because <laughs> seriously, it's like like you hear crickets chirping in between those two lines. Oh <laughs> my god, that stuff is so oh, bad. There are so many awful lines in that movie. Uh, you, oh, and and also just how Cyrax and Sector like the thing is, it's a, it's authentic to the look of Mortal Kombat three because even in the game, they just look like people with black spandex suits and painted uh, like hockey armor. Uh, now, if yeah, you don't yeah. know who we're talking about Cyrax and Sector are the cyborg ninjas from the game from the third. I, yeah. It's like when you name your child Cyrax, you are dooming him to one fate. He's going to become a cyborg at some point. Because, <laughs> like, when you say Cyrax, you don't think, oh, like, Philip Cyrax of the Vermont Cyraxes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what I'm naming Mike now. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Good old Johnny Cyrax. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna hang out with Jerry Witcher and John Hill. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. The thing is, even when things don't hold up, they're still great because of things like this. We are still laughing and having a good time talking about this decades later. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna like that. Is that is a real thing? Like, I I do enjoy sitting back on a Saturday night, having a drink or some other mind altering substance. <laughs> firing Fire. up the meth. <laughs> no, firing up the meth is when you watch the Super Mario Brothers. Movie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh God, that movie's terrible. How dare you? John Leguizamo was a treasure. Is that also a 90s movie? Yeah, yes. that is a 90s yeah. movie. Yeah. Jesus. I, I remember that came out when I was in kindergarten, and I was begging my parents to go see it. They saw the trailer like, no. <laughs> So yeah, no, not for nothing. I I mean, I guess to answer our question, then do these things hold up? Um, not exactly the way we envision them, but like with 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 what Paula was just gonna say, nineteen ninety three, yeah. Like, I I would not mind just hanging out, you know, grabbing a couple of beers and watching some of X Men the animated series because that that show gets Looney Tunes at some points more than Looney Tunes. It does, and so we can we can put our nostalgia goggles back on, relax by ourselves, and watch them, and still get some kind of enjoyment like we did when we were children. But we can also watch them and get new enjoyment, discussing how terrible they are with friends and having a good time doing it. All right, this lingering silence is uh, boding really well for how interesting that comment was. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody.
All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com. <laughs>